Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. And we are live. Two of us at least are. And most of this I will claim to be my fault. This is Ibantas here coming in hot from a... Uh, book signing, I'll tell you guys here in just a second. Not mine, trying to actually meet somebody else. And uh, was hoping to get home a little earlier, but the line just moved slower. But I will tell you, there were about 400 people or more behind me who did not get to uh, leave where we were waiting out early. But how are you doing tonight, Travis? As you were at least patient enough to wait and join me for this episode, because we had a busy week, so we got a few things to talk about. I'm doing good, man. <laughs> Sorry. Um, I've been spending uh spending some time in virtual reality this week. Uh, I'm, I'm reviewing, or I I finished reviewing uh, yesterday the uh, Assassin's Creed VR game, oh, which nice. will be live uh, a week from today, next Thursday. So that's been good. Been playing the new uh, Remnant Two expansion, mm-hmm. which I'm not reviewing, but they gave me an early copy for it, so I've just been playing around with that. Be able to talk about it. I think uh, next week as well. So good times. Damn. Talos Principle 2. Yeah, I really do want to play that, actually. It does look like something I need to play. Puzzle game kind of, you know, definitely feels like something I need to dabble into. Heard you talking about it on um, BitCast, I think, a little bit. Yeah, it's really good. Um, But yeah, I've just been, you know, catching up on games. And you finished Alan Wake, right? Yeah, 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 I finished Alan Wake. Real quick. Um, yeah, Demio Battles came out uh, today, actually. Mm. It's the PvP uh, Demio uh, mode, so I was thinking about giving that a try today. Um, but yeah, it's, it's been cool, man. I, it's, it's, a, it's a little bit of a slower um, part of the year for me. I probably have like one or two more reviews left in the year. Well, you've um, done a ton of massive ones. At some point, you do need a breather. Yeah, but I usually use this part of the year to play the games that I wanted to play that I didn't get to play because I was busy reviewing everything. So we'll see if that window opens itself up because there are a couple on, that are still on my must playlist. Cocoon, mm, I still yep. haven't I've played more than 10 minutes of. Yeah, that one, um, that one won't yeah. take you long, at least. I'm not asking to play Baldur's Gate yeah, option B or something. Uh, like, yeah. What are some other ones I've missed? Oh, I never finished Phantom Liberty. Cyberpunk. Oh, I haven't even basically started Cyberpunk, so that's a yeah. whole. When I get to that, that one, I'll basically huge. get two point and everything else. Yeah, I want to yeah, get I've that got... one. Sea of Stars, I never booted up. Want to play that one? I really do. Yeah, I was like, that's another one. Sea of Stars. If I get to something else, variety, I feel like it's got to be towards the top of my list. Uh, yeah, um, for me, it was a little bit of Destiny here and there. I know above, we've had him on the podcast before. He was doing. Uh, kind of just self-made community summits, basically just bringing a bunch of creators on, talk about different topics. He's been doing three-person panels over the course of the last couple of days. I was one one yesterday. We talked for over two hours just about different topics of kind of state of things, what people want, looking forward to issues with it, and just we do this on a weekly basis, so a lot of it is stuff we've hashed out already. But it was just more people voicing opinions kind of in collected in one place and it's stuff I would imagine if the devs from what we heard are actually listening, which we think they are. Uh, but if the stuff that they hear and want to push to go with the community things, don't get listened to that much. I don't know how much it will do, but I was happy to chat about it. Um, That's cool. Yeah. It's just kind of bringing up different topics. Uh, you know, just little things like as you, 
cover different pieces like is loot exciting anymore is all the things that we've probably touched on over the course of many episodes so it's just kind of a all condensed into a couple days kind of thing so that was kind of cool just to see community trying to do things and just seeing a lot of creators talk about thoughts and opinions on on stuff and generally a lot of people were the same i mean these one of the questions this last one for me was uh what's one thing you're looking forward to in the final shape i'm like i want to know what the future is after the final shape that's like that's the question that we won't get an answer to but so i also think it's the wrong thing to focus on like obviously you care about it because it's going to determine your future with the franchise but like i feel like we're always looking you know, a year ahead for Destiny, and I'm really yeah. looking forward to not doing that with the final shape. I, I would mean, love, that's... I would love to actually finally get a satisfying conclusion and not feel like, you know, my my taints being tickled every expansion. You know what I mean? I need, I need something. You know what I mean? No, I, I totally, I totally get that because one of the other answers yeah. was just have a good conclusion, and I think I was like, yeah, if they can land the plane decently well i will be pleasantly surprised because right now we actually have an idea where we're going to be doing next season we'll talk about that here in a little bit um and how we're going to get to final shape and in the portal and stuff but even then it's more can can that deliver on 10 years of buildup? i don't know i hope they can i hope the you know, internal reviews of good, not great, and a little bit of delays. I don't know how much difference four months can make, but all those things, if they can polish it into something that really does, I mean, if they could pull an eight or nine out of the Travis review hat, I would be floored if it was a nine, but if they could still at least hit an eight, it would be nice to see a great land kind of thing. If it's on the level of Witch Queen, I that'd be nice. So is, is those kind of things, we were just talking through a lot. Uh, but we've hashed out a lot of those things before as well between, you know, what's exciting for armor or exotics or is loot boring or just a whole bunch of different stuff that we talked about. So I can't even remember half of it. Uh, and then other than that, um, just. Yeah, kind of settling down after, you know, it's like I finally finished. Uh, I had like a bug at one point with my Alan Wake, but I was able to finish that one completely on my own save without having to work on other things and just. Kind of taking it all in, and I got some nice news today. I waited on the Steam Deck. I actually ended up buying it and selling it to a friend. Now the Steam Deck OLED got announced today. I think I'm going to have to get one of those. Uh, I still don't really get a whole lot of use out of either of my Steam Decks. I have two of them. Really? And, uh, yeah, they're, the library is just too limited. A lot of the games aren't optimized for it, and I just hmm. never find a real good like use for that thing. So... Yeah. Well, I was debating on the PlayStation Portal, and I no. couldn't. I was like, and I was because I was like, no. sometimes if there's just some stuff, because PlayStation has a decent library where I could just play some smaller indie games on there, but it doesn't have just normal Bluetooth. Tethered. Yeah, and it's tethered, and it doesn't have normal tethered. Bluetooth, and it's yeah. just like, I think that was a poor decision. It'll it'll have a niche for the people who are, you know, TVs are occupied in a one TV house in a small apartment or something. Like I get kinda, but. It's not something I'm usually fighting for, so. But I do think I kind of want to go after the, the switch, the Steam Deck OLED, just to for travel and for if I just want to hang on the couch, but like be around the dogs, but just to be able to play in a different place. Because me in my office, I usually can't be in the office gaming, but also do stuff like be around the dogs and give them a little more attention, or just kind of be around the watch, make sure they don't get into too much chaos while say my my wife wants to go do something. So it gives me a little more flexibility there, which will be nice. And that that'll be a good place for like indies. Like that's a place where I'm just like sitting on there on the couch. I can probably like, you know, finish up Dave the Diver or any of the other smaller things that don't require. Like I'm never going to play Destiny on it because for one, I know you can't. But two, that's not what I would get it for. Um, I would get it for any like, of the other things that all, my Steam Deck are for. <laughs> all, the, all the games I would play on the Switch or on the Steam Deck didn't work at the time I got it like a. I was trying to play Diablo at the time, which because it's a Blizzard game doesn't work. It might work now that they're putting Steam on it, but I think because it's an online game, it doesn't. Huh. So, yeah, it's like a lot of the online games don't work. Really, the only time I used the Steam Deck and it like crushed it was for Dave the Diver when I yeah. was reviewing that. That's like a perfect Steam Deck game. But for some reason at the time, I had just gotten the uh, ROG Ally and yeah. that ran it better. 
So I was playing on that. Do you, <laughs> so, do you even play yeah, our, do you play your ROG ally anymore either? Or I play, it, I play it more than my steam deck because every game can work on it. So it has a little bit more because it's basically just, just a PC, windows. Right? Yeah. It's just a windows PC. It doesn't have any like proprietary software or whatever. So, um, yeah, I'd like to, uh, I'd like to get more use out of these guys, but yeah, I, I went all in excited about getting them. And now I'm sort of like, damn, I never use these things. So, Well, I, I don't, though. I don't know when the switch two is going to launch. Um, so I'm waiting on, you know, Zelda for that one. I haven't actually got Mario Street wonder Street. yet. Did you see Nintendo denied rumors this week that that was even a thing? Yeah. So I saw that be, too. You might be foolishly waiting. Uh, I mean, you're already foolishly waiting. I mean, fair, but I didn't have enough time to play everything this year anyway. I haven't got to like some massive games as it is. So my backlog will keep me busy for a while. And they're not like terrible games. They're pretty damn high quality ones I still need to get to. So I've got stuff that'll keep my variety time busy. But we'll see. Nice. Uh, but yeah, we actually had a decently busy week in Destiny. So we're not going to try and make this the longest podcast in the world because I'm getting to this as a late start, which is my fault. And the reason oh, yeah. for the late start is uh, the chef guy is uh, he's on YouTube. His name is Joshua Weissman. Um, he, I don't think was ever a true, like full blown, you know, Michelin star chef or anything like that. He's kind of self-taught worked in restaurants, things like that, but he's blown up. He's close to 10 million subs, I think on YouTube. And I've just enjoyed a lot of his videos, learned a lot. And he's had some interesting ones that I've seen. And he was actually doing a cookbook signing like 15 minutes from my house. So went down there, got in line and I had tried to do this like two years ago. He was at another restaurant cause he's in Austin. He's only a few hours from me. Um, and then he was at another restaurant. And by the time I had got to that one, the line was like down the street around the corner way too long. So it's like, this ain't going to happen. But this time a little more planning. It was in a mall and it was indoors, even if it was raining and stuff, but just got there with enough time. And I wasn't too bad and I was late, but the, the number of people that were way behind me, they were going to be there for a long time. Like they're going to be closing down the mall. <laughs> so I was lucky enough to get there as fast as I did. So Cog was unable to stay around long enough. He's got to go uh, help out with family, which is totally understandable. That comes first. And since I was late, he had to make that a priority. And as for tonight, Travis and I will cover your destiny information. Um, so first thing that happened on Tuesday, we got a new card in the lectern. I forget what the new lectern is called, but we got a new card. So first he had to go figure out where to get the card. Had to go into altars, go grab that. And then we figured out we had some stuff to do in the Embaru engine, which was legit. I gotta say, um, oh. I've talked about it some. I've done videos and guides on it, so I kind of wanted to get your take on it first. Like, how did you think of you know what it took to get to the puzzle, and then the puzzle itself? Like, just kind of curious. What where, it took where to you get landed. to the puzzle? I was playing catch up because I didn't have like any of those cards you needed, and oh. so when I heard about what had happened, I tried to figure out how to get it and then somebody was like yeah you need a card and then i got the card and they were like oh you don't have any of the cards you need to go get all the cards and i was like god damn it so, so you it had to do all the, like, the whole embargo engine basically uh yeah well some of them you get just by beating the story right i had beaten the story yeah but like I, the first I was one. missing i was missing it. some yeah. yeah or a lot most of them so i had to go do all of them and it took way longer than it took me to solve the puzzle the puzzle was done pretty quick and so i uh i was sort of annoyed by the time i got to the puzzle and was uh. just wanting to be done with it because i had to spend so much time collecting the cards um but yeah it was cool great easter egg um now we know what they're doing with next season and now we i know i guess how we're gonna get how we're gonna pierce the veil and get inside the thing right that's pretty obviously what we're going to spend our wish on or are we going to spend our wish to bring back Cade you know what I mean what is what's the wish I don't know I still feel like he's just hanging out in there already because he's part of the guardian travelers light type he's some ethereal version of like red skull on Vormir kind of like he is I feel like he's in there as a guide he's not coming out I don't think we're actually saving I think he's just going to be our NPC we interact with. I think the wish has got to be what we do, but what did you think of the puzzle itself? Once you got to the final one, did you look up a guide? Did you solve it yourself? Did you go through the process of, I solved it myself. I, I didn't just... think it was 
crazy, but I am playing a puzzle game right now. That yeah, is much you're in the right mindset. <laughs> so you're in the right mindset. That works. I was like, all right, this is easy. Um, yeah, like I said, most of the time it took me was not solving the uh, puzzle. It was doing the busy work beforehand. So yeah um yeah it, but it, it was cool it, um i love when they do this sort of stuff it did feel a little weird that there was no fanfare like i had heard something was going on and that the season had been announced but i didn't really know what was happening until this morning when i logged in and even when you logged in there was no like guide telling you that yeah something you kind of just had to know a guy yeah the embargo engine's um, kind of been an optional thing the whole time like i mean you didn't have to do you technically haven't had to do any of it really um so yeah the biggest thing because like we were asking if cog had done it and you need to make sure you have all the cards and then you yeah i think he got the last one yeah and then i also think you may need to visit the to like get the flames i think you might need to visit the top floor in imbaru and then you can go start picking up the flames so there might be a sequence where you might have to do a couple of things yeah no reveal for so sin, yeah, the game is bugged. Do you have the fourth card? And then you have the final card, but the reveals are not working. Have you actually gone to the top of the embargo and actually seen the room? Because you may need to actually go up in there and then see the different flames because it tells you different locations. Because I think one person in my comments said you need to go up to the top. So try that. I haven't heard anything past that, though. Um, but I just thought the puzzle yeah, was cool. I, they I, reused the whole space or like getting all like gathering all your data and then it's just kind of a logic puzzle after that which was cool like once it clicked i was like oh um yeah but it was i do do think that it's probably not bugged i thought it was bugged a couple times and then it turned out that i just missed a bunch of stuff but i do think it's kind of annoying that it's so convoluted to a figure out that it's even happening and then to like trigger it and participate you have to do a whole like for people like you where you just grabbed the final card and went straight for it, that must yeah. have been great. But for those of us who were like behind it all, dude, it's not a good no, experience. No, I, I get that. I, was, I mean, thinking through it now, depending on how much you've done in the Embargo Engine, you might have to solve a couple of those. As you said, in-game doesn't say, hey, go to the Embargo Engine, there's a new thing there. And if you didn't check the lectern, you'd been just kind of doing your weekly stuff. You finished up with uh, Festival of the Lost, then you logged in, you're like, oh, it's kind of quiet this week. You wouldn't even know like outside of you know, YouTube and Twitter. So the casual person has, there are probably plenty of people that still don't even know what's going on right now. I would imagine because they haven't announced in game. Now, what I will say is the Twitter announcement for the season came too quick. I'm just going to say that because that came. That's how six, I found out about it. Right. Like six yeah. hours after. Now, the only reason, and I can still say, let them squirm for a bit is if content creators are sitting in the last wish raid on the wish wall trying to figure out the code and that will never work then they could say they could do a tweet like hey guys there's nothing in the last wish this week like there's nothing new in the raid this week they could have said that without actually just being like hey by the way here's the thing and people probably weren't even home yet depending on where you lived where you worked like all that stuff and then they spoiled it so it's kind of one of those times i feel like they jumped the gun way too much and i hope they learn they do surprises in the future, which they should. I do feel like they jumped the gun way too quick on that one, just in my opinion. Yeah, probably. Uh, also, I don't know why they feel like they have to do that because I feel like the community is going to find out about it really quick and then the rumors are going to start generating anyway. Yeah. Like, you don't even need an official announcement. Also, it's crazy how quickly they responded to this versus like the layoffs last week. <laughs> Oh, I know. I mean, that's like, that's the how, other thing that's how, been going around, too. How on top too. of it? Or, yeah, it's like they're so on top of it with stuff like this and then, you know, with things where it's all about delicate timing. But yeah. So, no, the stuff... Sorry. And that was the thing, too, is everybody's like, oh, everybody's forgetting about Bungie because there's new puzzle. And, I mean, I saw it phrased by multiple people. It's like, I can have thoughts that last week sucked, but the people who worked there and maybe people who also left somebody still made a cool puzzle. Like I can have both thoughts in my head at the same time. Like that's an okay thing to do. And last week still sucked. And we still don't under know what's going to happen with the future. They still have officially not touched the delay, which they may not do until the damn season comes out at this point. I mean, I'm sorry, but after like Rebecca Valentine at IGN and Jason Shire, both have sources saying it was delayed. And I'm pretty sure Tassie probably does too. Like between those three people at this point, I'm going, enough people know so there's a it's something that i'm not seeing why they haven't acknowledged it yet but i feel like it's in big enough sources at this point 
I don't know what the reason is to hold off because they still haven't even changed the date on the website. I keep waiting for that subtly to go away or change. Or if I go to the final shape page for it, not to say February 27th, if it just said final shape with no date. But I just wonder if there's something that I'm missing that would cause like that. Maybe something where I'm wondering if do they have to get with like steam and update and all the stores to say like what the dates are going to be. Is it that kind of thing? Maybe. Maybe they haven't. Maybe they haven't confirmed what the new date is. Maybe they're waiting to. <laughs> That's kind of my other the, one. Yeah, maybe they're waiting to announce the delay until they have a new date. Who knows? Yeah, they. I wonder if it's going to be. I wonder if June is hopeful and still not entirely sure at this point. Do you think it's going to be any later than June? It could. No, I could see them going back to their old re- release schedule and putting it out in like September, like September. they used to. Yeah. Yeah, the first or second week of September, they used to do their expansions. Man, that's I mean, from Tassie's article, I think it was Friday when he had the one that dropped a little bit more. Uh, They said there would potentially be some small stopgap kind of content. And I was trying to think of what that would be. And the best thing I can come up with, and this is why I'm going to tell everybody, temper your expectations. I am picturing something like Expeditions, which we I know we didn't like, but basically the idea is like a seasonal content piece of activity with reused world assets somehow. Something that they can like cobble together mechanics in a place that already exists. They're not going to try and build deep dives or something. I would never picture that. Not going to get a dungeon, not going to get a redone campaign. I picture something small at best. Yeah, probably. I think they should do nothing personally, but I know that they won't. Yeah, I mean, if they've got a delay, depending on... I mean, if you have a little bit of one of the, like, episode two team, work on a little bit of that and then get back to it, or depending on how much is done with episode one, I'm not sure, because I wonder where the timing is going to start to fall with everybody working on Final Shape delayed, and then the episode teams, like, episode one's got to be ready because it's right there, but episode two is going to be 18 weeks later. We're going to have, like, four and a half months and they used to make the seasons in about six to nine or something like that. So, I mean, you've got half a dev cycle on a season, basically a delay potentially or more, depending on if it goes farther. So at some point, those teams are probably going to start overlapping and help with other stuff. But I still would say if you do get anything, be lucky if you do, but still keep your expectations small because the people are like, oh, they can just bring back campaigns or another reprise rate. I'm like, no, please don't don't think that. That feels yeah. like such... I doubt if they're behind on their release schedule, they're not going to put a whole bunch of time into no. new content. They're probably they're probably just going to pivot what their seasonal teams are working on to create like a half of a season yep. of content. You know, yeah, that'd be my guess. I'm small for sure. We'll have our seasonal events. You'll have fifty thousand iron banners. Uh, that kind of stuff will happen. But uh, so yeah, once you solve the puzzle. Did you expect what was in that room? Did you have any inkling idea that it might have been in there? Had you heard anything or yes. were you going in blind? Yeah, I found out because of their tweet. Fair. Oh, so, yeah, I knew what was in there. Yep. Good times. See, that's why it shouldn't have been that quick. Agreed. Did you did you get to find out organically or did they? Yes, I did. did yeah, I got to nice. I got to do it organically and I walked in uh, and basically it was as an egg. And then the dialogue goes into an uncorrupted Ahamkara egg, which we all know leads into everything with the Dreaming City and the Last Wish and the 15th Wish. And then just, you know, spirals down into chaos of where that could go. Um. It's intriguing, though, because now actually the egg is sitting in the in the uh, Athenaeum. If I say that right, I always forget if I do. Um, it's actually in there. You can walk up to it and you can hear a little heartbeat. You walk up to it. and uh, Oh, nice. Yeah. So it's just hanging there in this little kind of chamber that it's in for the time being. So I'm and it's what is a small dragon? Is that called a whim? Is that what they said? Right. Like a baby dragon. Um... Is that called a whim? In the Destiny verse or in general? General or Destiny, either one. Uh, I was like, now I'm just going to Google it. It's like, what is a baby dragon? Being as they're fictional creatures anyway. Oh, it just says it's called a hatchling. Warm yeah, I don't, I don't, I think, I don't. I've seen whelps before, but yeah, whim. I don't think it's a uh, general dragon term. Okay. Not a wyvern, right? Yeah. 
Baby dragon is a whelp. Okay, see, that's a whelp makes more sense. But yeah, they said a whim of a dragon. It was just either way. They said even a small like or a oh, baby. I get it. It's a whim because wishes. Get it? Like nice. That makes sense. Yeah, that actually makes it is sense. a destiny thing. Yeah, yeah, that makes perfect sense. Actually, well played. Uh, whim must be for wish dragons. Yep, you guys are right on the money. Um, but whims, yeah. So, all right, a little bit of wordplay there. Nice. Uh, but they also said they're still powerful even when they're babies. So you still got to be careful interactions. They're still very powerful creatures. And the big thing is between the radio message from Mycora and the egg like dialogue that we had, it's the idea that they misinterpret wishes or they, you don't get your desired outcome. It's kind of sounds kind of like be careful what you wish for or how you phrase it or something kind of like that. I don't know if that's yeah, a monkey's like paw gems. thing. Yeah. Classic, classic uh, Faustian bargain situation. Good times. So there's something with the wish wall that we've got to figure out how the Awoken were able to get specifics working out of the wish wall, figure out what we're exactly going to say because we aren't going to get a second chance. So when it comes to season 23, what do you think the events of season 23 are going to hold? I guess 20, season 23 is the last wish. Yeah. Like, what do you think? Like, I mean, over the weeks, like, what are we going to be doing over the weeks? What are going to be the plot points uh, of the knows. season? We're going to do some dumb ritual where we have to repeat it eight times so that we can come up with a perfect wish. You know what I mean? It's going to be some... basically, I was trying to get you to say that. Yeah, that's exactly. Yeah, what yeah. It's going to be some, it's going to be some who cares nonsense so that we could power up our MacGuffin. Uh, and I assume that the, uh, the wish will either be because. Correct me if I'm wrong. We already could go inside the traveler, right? Didn't we solve that? We gained some way to do it or no? No, basically Savathun had said, you have what you need. But she hadn't actually given that's it right. to us yet. Now, they, she had the symbols on her wings, and that's part of the cinematic where it's the image of her wings, which is how we'll have the right symbols for the 15th wish. Um, but yeah. no, they had tried to go in, but we had not had the answer yet. All right. So then that's got to be the wish, right? That's how we're going to get inside the truck. Feels like it. Wish the... Yeah. And then we'll also do a side wish where Kate comes back. I don't know. Who who knows? All right. So I want us to be all the guardians to be able to enter the portal without dying. And. Kate. <laughs> oh, wait, no, maybe that's the, maybe that's the, be careful what you wish for. Uh... Want all the guardians to be able to enter the, the traveler. And then all the guardians includes the dead ones. Like Cade. Okay, that might see that would be actually kind of a way for them to spin it. Twist the yeah. words just enough where you have interactions with you know the the essence of the guardian or the soul of a guardian in there kind of thing, but you're not gonna be able to. That would make sense. I've yeah, it's like that's because I don't think Cade's coming out of there. Which begs the question, why do we need the veil or anything this year? And that's the one thing I saw in one of Tassie's videos. He's like, so what actually is the point in the veil? Or is there one? Or are they going to somehow tie the veil to the wish? The, the veil the veil is a MacGuffin, guys. It doesn't mean anything. It never did. They came up with it because they didn't have enough time to finish the real Lightfall. Which also known as the final shape. Well, it's and the fact that they've been like telling that story over like every week of season 21. There was like a little bit of dialogue. And then in season 22 and 20, like there was even the little extended dialogue bits. The whole veil thing has gone on all year long. And then we're just going to have this giant weird jellyfish of a thing hanging out on Neptune that we just don't really care about. And we also lost Rohan for. So. Oh, what a loss. Big loss. Could you take Nimbus too? That's part of the wish. That's one of the wishes. Could, yeah, that's part, that's of, part of the wish. Be like, we want Cade, but you can have Guardians Nimbus. only, yeah. <laughs> not the can other. Can we exchange whatever. Cade for Nimbus? Is that a thing? Can there you do an go. equal trade? Yeah, uh, that's equal for sure. Definitely. So, yeah, but uh, I enjoyed the puzzle though. Thought it was good just to get a little, you know, logic thinking kind of. It was, you had to gather all the data and then you're like, all right. And then just, it's kind of the whole, you know, eliminate one or two. And then it just started to domino, which was cool. But, um, yeah, I just thought it was a unique way to do a puzzle. 
I do wish it was a little more advertised because there's plenty of people who are not going to know about it. See it, and the season will probably end. And they're just like, oh, cool, the season's coming. Why are we they, doing this? We did advertise it when they spoiled what it was. Okay, fair. That's true. Yeah, it's a huge advertisement. That's true. Be like, oh, why is there a wish dragon? What do I not know? It's, it's, you it's, don't know. It's you're like, missing something. It, it's like advertising the puzzle with the solution. Yeah. Here's the word search, and then on the back is the answer key. Just don't flip the paper over, though. Oh, you did? Oh, Here's no. the answer key. Here's the answer key to the puzzle we're announcing. That's what they did. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, that, that could have waited. It, that could have waited an easy week. Like, there's no need to rush. There's nothing going on for a couple of weeks. There's no need, no reason to put that out. So that was, that was weird. Destiny 3, The Rise of Nimbus. Oh, God. Please. Let's do it. Let's 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 end destiny. I mean, let's go, guys. That, that might actually do it, but uh oh, for sure. No offense to wit to to Nimbus's voice actor or anything, but yeah, that the character, those two characters, definitely felt out of place to say the least. Ah, sinister got in. It worked. Hey, it there you bug. go. Not bugged indeed. And I'll actually say, some stuff in Destiny doesn't always work, but the fact that this one did kind of nice. Even if it was a bit convoluted to get in there, at least it worked. So we had the puzzle. We have season 23's now reveal with the image of what looks to be... So you've got the Awoken and the Tech Witches, or they might just all be the Techian Tech Witches hanging around what looks kind of like a portal-ish, but it looks like it's got the... Definitely the whole... um, What am I trying to think of? Dreaming City, kind of all those little symbols and stuff around it, crawling up. But you also, behind it, can see the triangle portal that we're going through. So they just layered everything together. So who do you think? Like, is Petra... I would imagine both Petra and Marasov have got to be involved. Dreaming City's in there. So I feel like they're both going to be in there somehow. I hope not. You don't want them? No, or, they suck. Oh. Okay, what character... Yeah. What NPCs are going to be involved in next season? Who do you think? Can't have Eris because we already used her. Can I do want to see Eris and who? Amaru. Amaru. Can we have him back? He's probably still going to be part of it, I would imagine, because they're still going to be. I feel like we're going to be deciphering Savathun's wing puzzle, so he could be tied to that. I could see that. You Crow think Aldrin? Crow. Yeah, not Aldrin. Crow. Yes. Mara, Crow, Petra. I can see. I can see Cut the out Mara and Petra. Who cares? Let's do Crow and Amaru hanging out. We Crow fun? and Amaru. Not Drifter. No, Drifter can... doesn't quite fit that season. I feel. I don't feel like it does. The only reason I would say Mara might be involved because she has her Taken egg, and I feel like there's. I don't know if they're. I mean, she, you're you're right. She probably will be involved. I'm you just, just don't want her to. That's fine. That's fine. She, she annoys me. Now here's a question. Savathun no longer has her worm. We're going back to the Dreaming City. We have the 15th Wish. All of these things tie together. Do you think we actually break the Dreaming City of its cycle? Going into, say, Final Shape or something. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. That sounds like wishful thinking. It does. Pun intended. That's fair. But I was going to say, at, do you think that ever ends? Does it matter? I don't know if it matters. It doesn't even do the thing it was supposed to do anymore. But I mean, we're going back on like five years to bring the 15th wish into things. I'm I'm just wondering. I don't think so, man. Otherwise, you'd lose the entire area. But I mean, you would just free it of the cycle, but it could now move forward in time, not be stuck in the same cycle. Yeah. The cycle doesn't even do anything, though. It just it, it just changes what enemies you face and what the sky looks like. It doesn't do that much anymore. But I mean, in lore, it doesn't really do anything anymore, right? No, it's yeah, because it's not a yeah, it's not a death battery for Savathun anymore. So it's just so it's just a broken record. 
I just don't see why, like what, what significance that would hold. Okay. I mean, it's just, they've been in the cycle for five years. It was just a thought, you know, no big deal. Screw the Awoken, leave them be. That's fine. Yeah. I mean, I fully agree with that. Screw the Awoken. Oh, I was joking, but that's fine. No, no, no. They should hang out on Pandora with the Navi, those blue weirdos. All the blue people. And then yeah. they'll they'll invite the blue man group to DJ. And the Smurfs. Smurfs. Yeah. Any other blue people in entertainment that I'm forgetting? <laughs> yeah, for sure there are, dude. Well, okay, Come I on. was like, yeah, the Marvel Universe has a few, Star Wars, yeah. Toby. Toby. Rest of development. Tobias. Oh my god. Wasn't yeah. thinking that one, but fair. He's blue. He's blue. <laughs> Anywho, so <laughs> so yes, I do believe the Techians, Dreaming City, probably Mara. I don't know if Petra's going to be around, but she probably will be. Um, it'd be good to have a reason to get old like Crow back because he has been leaning against that wall for a hot minute. He has been real bored, just oh, looking good doing it. Yeah, I mean, you know, he's a looker, but at some point. Got to get him something to do. He needs a job, something. Yeah, I mean he's EU. It's his time to shine. There you go. He he's EU. Not have any, he's not gonna have any role when Cade comes back. Although they should. I mean, we'll see. Yeah, I really do want to see that one. That would be a really big missed opportunity if somehow Crow and Aldrin, because Crow knows what Aldrin did. So if yeah. Crow and Cade actually meet, but, but will Cade know what Aldrin did? Will he remember it? Oh, I feel like he does. I feel, I feel like, like he, he still knows. It would be it would be too big of a blocker if we had to re-explain everything. To yeah, I feel like because he looked a little different. Whatever that like blue wisp was around him, but he knew who Ikora was. He's not. He's not waking up fresh completely. It's yeah. It's a little different. Maybe Amanda gets resurrected. I'm gonna guess no. I do believe she got blown up. Yeah, that w- that would also be hilariously too soon. Like even Fast and Furious waits a couple movies before yeah. they bring somebody back. You know, like Amanda just died. Like let's yeah, because not... what is in ten? Yeah. We got Gal Gadot back, or is she coming? Or yeah, she's coming back. Yeah, oh, time. that was like ten point one or two or whatever it was. Yeah, I saw. I remember well, spoilers, seeing her. Own... By the way, spoilers. How long is that movie? It's it's way. on streaming services now. I'm sorry. So? Yeah, I'm just saying. Some of us are. Well, I will. I will say about Fast X, like whether you love him or hate him, I will say Jason Momoa looked like he had the best time making that movie because he just got to be crazy as can be. Like I, that is the that was the standout for me is Jason Momoa got to have a look like he just had a blast. He's like, I get to be just crazy as hell and had a great time doing it. It was actually fun to watch. Yeah, he he stole the show. Fast and Furious is goaded, guys. It's goaded. Amazing, amazing stuff. Uh, but yeah, I'm, I, I have a feeling that Crow will probably be in it, but it'll be barely because they can't really focus on it too much. They have too much, they have too many other things to take yeah. care of to like spare even a little bit of like drama or back and forth between Kate and Crow. Like it's just not, yeah. I doubt it. I, I bet you that gets cut on the, that gets, gets left on the cutting room floor. Yep. Um, well, we also got our twid to return. Yeah, we got some cool Crucible news, by the way. Yes, I will say it was signed by the Destiny 2 team, so no one's putting their name on that sucker yet. I had to check at the bottom. I was kind of curious, and no name there yet, and I don't know if there will be for a little while, because the only one I would imagine who'd still be writing them that's there is Cosmo, and I don't think he wants to take that reign at the moment. But I mean, sure. he, he must be writing them, right? He like, probably actually. is, but he just is from the team in quotes. Uh, but yeah, we actually get a lot of crucible news. Um, maybe, maybe it's a strategic change. Maybe they're going to keep saying the team because when they put individuals on it, then there's like a big notice when somebody changes companies or gets fired. And so they're just going to say the team going forward so that it doesn't appear like there's any interruption in service. If something like this happens again, it might be like a calculation, you know, where it's like, oh, maybe we shouldn't have put individuals' names on it because then people get attached to those individuals and notice when they're gone. I mean, that could be a reason, 
but also that's part of the reason the community has the ties to the studio that we do is you do sure. have a face to a name. You do get these. So I was like, I get maybe, why they maybe might they realize maybe they realize that's a mistake. Cause if we didn't know who was right in the twids, then maybe people wouldn't have cared as much when they got laid off. And maybe Bungie's thinking about that now. Maybe, but yeah, if they do the generic destiny Two Twitter, yeah, the generic destiny Two Twitter, Destiny 2 name there, you might... I, I honestly just wonder if they've dealt with just too much crap. I mean, between DMG and the lawsuit and the stalking and, you know, all that stuff that happened there. And then... Well, the bet it's just change. I bet you we won't see any. Yeah. That'll be interesting to see. Yeah. It's... Yeah, it could be for safety amongst other things, but as you said, strategic just to be more unified just this is the destiny team and this is how we're addressing everybody as as a team so if there are devs who say something here and there like i saw tom farnsworth still say like hey hope you guys are excited for what we're cooking like he still mentioned that over the season tweet but if it's anything that just may be what they do i guess that's true i didn't think about that but they were the ones who said you know the era of us being on reddit talking to you guys is over and so it seems like there was kind of a change in there PR community engagement policy to begin with. And so this just might be the next part of it. Yeah. I wonder if everything that happened with Dylan made those changes kind of start to go into effect because of how much they probably some of them, probably some of them. Yeah. Um, Or just, just, or just feedback from that team. Yeah. 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 Well, I mean, as we said, last week still sucked doesn't matter but yeah there's the community team is not quite the same yeah the layoffs continue i saw digital extreme got hit uh what was it ubisoft's uh montreal or canadian studio lost a chunk of people they just keep happening it's the week it's the year that everybody's just like layoffs are cool let's all do them together which is terrible but it seems to be what's going on and it's not just gaming it's much much wider but it is the it is the thing that seems to be happening so, cool puzzle. Season 23 kind of teased and revealed. Season of the Wish. And then Twid, which was, as you said, a lot of Crucible. Any big standouts in there with regards to stuff you're looking forward to? Or... Let me uh, let me pull it up. I, I've already forgotten it. Uh, I so remember the... it was pretty substantial, though. Yeah, I mean, for the Crucible stuff, I'll let you get to that one. They did say the ritual weapon next season is going to be a caster sword. It will be a void one. Right. Uh, but that will actually... Uh, yeah. The repulsor brace and destabilizing rounds combo will be available on a void caster, which could be fun. But they also said there's a new perk coming next season called attrition orbs. Dealing sustained damage creates an orb of power, which I kind of like that a little bit for beefier enemies or if you're putting a lot of shots into them with say i guess you know i could see it on a scout rifle if you're just plinking away at like a at a beefier enemy but you're just making kind of a pile of orbs on them when you eventually do kill that enemy it would definitely have some benefit and they said it works well with relentless strike so i'll be curious what weapons that's on but i mean it's a sword there's not much design to a sword it's got the frame and then a little bit of coloring on it uh, and then weapons that are switching in and out trials, uh, the immortal and the astral horizon shotgun are leading. We're going to get a new strand adaptive trace rifle. So we're going to get a strand trace rifle for trials. We're also going to get back the eye of soul sniper iron banner. You've got dark decider auto and Gnora's axe, both leaving. We're getting a lethal abundance, a strand high impact auto rifle. So they're filling out the strand weapons. And then also the Wristwalker shotgun. And the Nightfall, Buzzard, and I love how they say fan favorite, the Swarm, which I think is probably sarcasm. <laughs> I don't think anybody's talked about that that much. We're getting an Arc, Wave Frame, Breach Load, Grenade Launcher. Now we've already got, what is it, Forbearance? Is that the one from Val that everybody loves already? So unless it's going to do like Chain Reaction and Volt Shot or something, I don't know how that thing's gonna get a lot of oh, love yeah like, and then the Azume sniper rifle so that's the stuff that's coming there and then they also mentioned um oh it's one of the crucible things so i'll let you get into that so yeah crucible stuff yeah, hit me crucible, i'll let you take they, that uh, they, 
they're adding back the quick play for 3v3 modes, which is interesting. And then they're changing up a lot how a lot of the playlists work. So I'm doing this off of memory, but I'm pretty sure they're changing the uh the way match what matchmaking make, making prioritizes for non competitive playlists yeah to prioritize connection and latency and only prioritize your rank on a competitive which i don't have a problem philosophically with prioritizing connection latency i do think that it would be a mistake to completely disregard ranking on any playlist and i know that there's some people who say you know in quick play where you just want to hop in and play why would you ever add uh ranked matchmaking um, and the reason for that is because even though it's quick play, you still want the matches to feel good yeah. and they don't feel good if one side's dominating or one side's getting its butt kicked. And so I think uh, skill-based matchmaking has a role no matter what playlist you are. The question really is, is what does that blend look like between connection and latency? Do you have enough players to prioritize both and still get matches and not super long wait times? Probably at where Destiny's at in its current life cycle, they need to not do that and the one thing that concerns me about this change is they are increasing the number of playlists again and i know we yeah kind i of saw that i wasn't got sure to consolidate a while back and i for one was happy about that because i think destiny has too many playlists especially given how few game modes it has um usually you want to lump a bunch of game modes into one playlist when yep. possible and they they rarely do that um so yeah, I, I'm interested to see how this will work out for them. I have a feeling that um, prioritizing connection and latency and adding more modes might lead to longer times in the current PvP sandbox or environment, but we'll see. I don't yeah, know. the the more playlists, I think, because we've talked about the before the consolidation felt like it was the right way to go as the player base slowly bleeds. Maybe this might be a little bit more of a prep for final shape, but they haven't really come up with a bunch of really new standout modes or anything that really I mean they did they're they're putting sparrow control into this thing which is the bug from the new map where you could be on a sparrow and it's just going to be 6v6 control with sparrows engaged on some of the bigger maps which I'm going we've 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 spent too much time joking about what different modes could be and I feel like that's just like, oh, oopsie. Well, we figured out what the bug was. Let's put that in, that in as a feature. And yeah. it just doesn't feel... I mean, again, I know there's the PvP strike team. I heard some of the PvP strike team was hit with the layoffs. The map pack should still be coming. But, like, Sparrow Control doesn't do anything for me. I, don't, I know SRL is too big of an ask, but I also feel like saying, hey, we're getting Sparrow Control in as an idea doesn't really bring anything to the table for me. And I may be poo-pooing on something that could be fun, but I just don't think it's... It's enough. Yeah, I don't think that. it's enough. That's fair. Yeah. I mean, ho hopefully they're laying the groundwork for... I mean, maybe the thing we were talking about where they do like an extra, you know, temporary content patch for the delay. Um, maybe that's a uh, oh, PP focus. Yeah, that would be interesting. Um which I don't know if they're if they're going to have a ton of success with that. But, you know, they, there were some other announcements in there. They're changing some of the rules for some of the game modes, which I think were largely improvements. They're changing map spawning, which has needed overhaul for quite a while because getting spawn killed is pretty common nowadays with how fast characters move. Um, so it'll be interesting to see yeah, if any of that significantly impacts the PvP sandbox. Yeah, it also does sound like, and I think I heard Croft say it on one of his videos, that Checkmate feels like where they want to take more of the sandbox to, or at least some of the more competitive sandbox to, less special ammo. You know, if you do start getting a lot of kills, you can get a little bit of special ammo as you go and start building it up. More primary game focus, less abilities. It sounds like Checkmate is something they're experiencing with to try and move the PvP sandbox on some modes to it. Not all, but yeah. it's probably going to branch out into a few more. It would be my well, guess. Tri Trials already kind of feels like that because they effectively have removed supers from the formula, which... Um, oh, yeah, I've gone I mean, through plenty of games and don't get one. Yeah, I mean, which is, I guess, okay if that's what you're going for, but it just feels like Destiny lost a lot of its identity with Crucible a long time ago, and not yeah. just because Trials is a shadow of its former self. But I mean, like, that whole team went to Marathon, I, so I feel like the yeah. heart of that... 
between. But I just remember the days in D1 where it was okay that we had powers and it was okay that people got supers and did crazy stuff like rezzing after their team had lost and coming yeah. back from behind to win and stuff like that. And you just don't see that in trials anymore. At least, you know, I, I have frankly haven't played a ton of trials or yeah. destiny crucible in general. So, um, it might, maybe it's changed, but oh, I mean, my... if it's the capture point, it's just bubbles and wells, which so both suck. Yeah. So that, that hasn't changed. Cause that's how it was last time I played, but you know, it's like, it just feels like a lot of that identity is lost, which is why I'm not a big fan of the checkmate changes just because it, Seems like they want to make their game like Call of Duty, and I just think it's best when games focus on the stuff that makes them unique and draws their player base. And for Destiny, it's without a doubt like the cool powers. Like just having guns is not really, I don't know. Lots of games have goofy guns. It's, it just doesn't. Yeah, doesn't it's like me. everybody gets tired of the abilities, but I mean, I. And again, I'm not a hardcore PvP player. It's not going to be like an esports kind of game. But as you said, it it is part of the magic of Destiny. People are like, oh, well, sticky grenades were really annoying before. Fair. Not saying we need that type of stuff back, but balance them then. Yeah, but I've also tracking. Like Halo has sticky grenades. Oh, I know. Yeah, tracking. Yeah, (laughs) you just have to be good at aiming them. Yeah. Yeah. And then when you got one, you're like, yeah. Um, yeah, and it's an instant kill because you earned that shit. Yep. So, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I've played when I do my, you know, very casual solo trials, matchmaking, whatever I go through. There's many a match I do not see a super. Because if you get rolled by the other team, you're not seeing a super. They might. Trials, you won't. Yeah, trials, they made it very unlikely, at least depending yeah. on which super you choose. They are improving a little bit of the loot for flawed cards. So if you get up to certain levels, like three wins, you'll get Trials Armor. Four wins, five cores, Enhancement. Five wins, a Trials Weapon. Six wins, you get three Enhancement Prisms. And then when you hit your flawed card state, that's when whatever, as far as you've got up, will proc as kind of all the rewards will show up. Uh, They also said they increased the drop rate of Adept Weapons on seven win cards after Flawless. Um, so keeping more people in that flawless pool, they really, really want people to get flawless and stay there and fight the people who went flawless to continue to try and earn those adept wins. Yeah. And I'm actually okay with that. That's a way to incentivize people to stay there, stay there and hopefully not have them run back through the playlist and stomp people again. So it's like, I'm okay with yeah. that. And again, I'm not a PVP. We're not PVP mains anymore. So we will apologize sure. to not be experts on that, but it seems like. You know, they're trying, I will say, like, getting this much over a PvP section does feel like whatever remains of the PvP strike team, PvP strike team, if I could talk, um, they are working on stuff. But then when I see Sparrow Control, I'm going, okay, I still feel like there's limitations in what you can do. So it's it's a little bit of, little bit of give and take. I got to see how the lobbies work with more nodes. Um, I know people were excited. A lot of Twitter was actually excited to see more leaning into connection. Um, I'm with you. I don't know what they use for a skill curve because they say 6v6 unranked prioritizes connection latency and skill for loose based skill matchmaking. Yeah. I mean, it's got to be a blend. It's got to be a formula. But the problem is like, which one do you, the question is, which one do you prioritize and do you have enough players to actually include all the factors that you want? And my guess is their answer is probably no. Some of the time, (laughs) especially depending on like which region you're in or how many people are playing in your area. Um, And adding playlist options makes it even more complicated. So it just, it's a weird strategy to me, but again, I don't, I don't know what they're doing. Maybe they have some logic to it. We'll have to see. I always just wonder when they say loose skill-based matchmaking. I know it's not going to be like comp, which they they did say some of the comp matchmaking competitive is going to be closer based around, um, I think, just your actual ranking, kind of like your tiers that you're in. They're going to do a little bit more of that for your matchmaking, which I'm fine with that. But again, as you say, the population... I feel like if you just have that like outlier protection, I don't, I always wonder how much they're tightening that like range that it'll look for. Cause if you have two thirds of the player base, like the top and then a little bit of the mid to bottom and you're leaving the low people out of matching somebody with the, like the very elite, I I'm still okay with that. And I'm like, if you're telling me you're going 
you're on the bell curve up over and then down and starting the downward trajectory and you get that many people and you still can't find them then if that's an issue and their skill bracket is still that wide then all these nodes are an issue if their search range yeah. is too small then just widen that stuff up i don't know why they feel like so constricted because yeah you don't need a top level play in the bottom level but there's a big range that still could get stomped and still have an okay time like it's a balance in there because it, it probably becomes not fun for one of the teams pretty quickly and i generally agree that you should try to make the skill gap as narrow as possible uh in all game modes really because it makes the it makes it actually competitive but uh, i just don't know if they have that luxury frankly at this hmm. at this stage in the game I don't know if they have the the luxury to pick and choose this. Well, we will see. Uh, but yeah, so if you want all the details on Crucible, I would go read it if Crucible is your thing because there's like little nuances to a bunch of different things that I'm not going to go through all the details. We kind of covered it on a high level. Uh, trials upgrades yep. for rewards, not bad. Um, like promotions and relegations for comp is going to be more towards the higher rankings. It sounds like I saw that. Yeah. I also saw that they're no longer caring about your performance. Now it's just, if you won or lost, which in my opinion should be what it was like always. Cause it's weird. If you, if you fall into a support role and you're like helping out, but not getting kills and then you get less promotion. Than yeah. The people who are like True. getting the killing blows. I, I just feel like a win's a win. Doesn't matter if you went by an inch or by a mile, winning's winning. There you, you know? go. And uh, I feel I'll like if you win, you get quoted. promoted. So yeah, always. Um, but yeah, I I, uh, I I like that change a lot because uh, I, I obviously I love the idea of uh, ranked playlists and promotions and uh, ladders that you can climb and all that stuff. But uh, I don't I didn't really love the way they did it. I especially didn't love the. Uh, the what was the what was it called where you had to do three games in a row and you had to win to advance to the next rank? Oh, it was like they little... mentioned it. It was their like relegation yeah. or it was like your quiz, your pop quiz. You have to yeah. get like a you have to pass your midterm in order to get through the thing. And I kind of was just like promotions and yeah, relegations. Just... That was at the promotions promotion and relegations. And it it just felt like it didn't it didn't make any sense if you could pass your promotion and then if you get beat in a match you go back and then you have to do a promotion again that seemed crazy yeah or when the or when the season resets you know it's like okay now i'm you know Doing it all over again get promoted again it's just yeah i was it was too uh it put up too many barriers i think well uh for those who do grind out comp you are going to be able to get more chances at focusing on previous competitive weapons so if you missed rose or if you missed the Sniper rifle, depending on how high your rank is, you're going to be able to spend Crucible Engrams up to seven times for Ascendant. And then actually, once you hit Ascendant within a season, you'll always have a chance to focus seven Engrams into those. Now, it's probably not going to be cheap. Uh, they say it's going to be three Crucible Engrams and 25000 for a focus. But if you really are going after a good roll on, say, Rose or other weapons that come through that playlist, and you still enjoy the comp playlist, at least going through it once you'll actually have some benefit for it now for focusing on some of the legacy stuff. Um, so that wasn't all bad. Dreaming City map is coming back next season as well. So Citadel. That will return. Interesting to see that one come back through, but not a lot else. I honestly just kind of wanted to ask you, are you at all surprised they didn't touch the delay yet? And if not, when do you expect it? I'm not that surprised. I think they will address it once they have a date. And I think it might be too early for them to have a date because at this point, they're probably not exactly sure how much laying off 8% of their company is going to impact their content pipeline. Right. So mm, yeah. that would be if I, if you lay off 8% of your staff, like your first step is like, regroup and figure out how are we going to get the same amount of work done and how much more time is it going to take now that we're a smaller team and then step two is you know chart yeah. it out create your sprints yeah. you know get Nail all that down. stuff done yep. and then and then once you have that figured out then you you know talk to the marketing and pr team and coordinate with sony on when would be a good time to release for them since they're going to publish it and then uh 
and then you then you you get it out there and yeah. so i think i think that probably takes some time and my guess would be probably sometime next season they'll announce it early next um, season maybe right before the holiday break because the season starts on the 28th so we roll straight into december so you've only got a couple weeks before I, that I, holiday break i could see i could see them waiting until next year because uh yeah. it might it might be even harder to pin down when like the the pipeline is going to come together while people are going on vacations and so yeah that's good to yeah holiday so, vacations between either, thanksgiving christmas yeah. and everything else that falls in there hey how much longer do you need to create that piece of extra content tom farnsworth now that you're you know now that we're having that delay oh well i'm i'm out i'm out with my family so i need to you know i need i'll get back to you in yeah. january so I can see that happening and I don't know if there's an urgent need for it. I mean, they sort of already missed their opportunity to do it. And if they don't have an exact date hammered out, then there's no point in them announcing a date if they're just going to have to delay it again. So, you know, yeah, that whatever it happens, right. it happens. My, my guess would be next season, but I don't think it'll be in the early part. I think it'll okay. probably be the second. second Let half. things kind of settle down, get through the holiday break, even kind of kick off the new year with their, I mean, they did a state of the game in February before. I could see him kind of coming back from the holiday break, working on final iron out details, and then probably put out something like that to explain the reasoning, what's going on, if there's going to be a stopgap content, that kind of stuff. That makes sense. Yeah. In an early part of the year and put that in one collective ironed out polished message. Probably with another trailer, too. I bet you they they probably want something to go with that delay announcement just to make it less sad. A little bit of hype, yeah, to bring things back a bit. Well, that's about all I've got. I know this is a shorter episode, guys. Thank you for who all were waiting around for like 30, 40 minutes from the start time. But uh, Travis was hanging out long enough and had his setup ready to go, so we wanted to chat for at least a little while, get a chance to chat with you guys, and we're coming up on just about an hour. So a shorter episode this week, but... Hog had to go visit family, but we'll be back. And as we get closer to season 23, they're going to be tell us, telling us something they do in these last few weeks. Um, I'll probably have a Thanksgiving break, so we've really only got one more twid. Thanksgiving is literally on the, that Thursday, so they won't do much there. So yeah, next week, and I will be out for Thanksgiving anyway, so next week will be... Probably our last big one before the new season. And then the one after that, when we return for the season, will be with Morla. So we've got next week a break and then Morla coming back. So oh, yeah. uh, Morla Gorndona, Eris Morn coming on the show end of November. So stay tuned, guys, for that one. Keep setting that date, spread the word. And then other than that, Travis, you got anything for your going out? Uh, yeah. Um look for my review of assassin's creed nexus vr nice uh next thursday um, the fact that you I'll didn't throw up is impressive um, oh that game by the way oh wait i can't i can't well yeah, i can not... talk about it because i previewed it i previewed it so okay. i can say the couple hours that i played a month ago like it i'm the type of person who usually has motion sickness but uh I haven't really had any motion sickness on any MetaQuest 3 games I've played, and I have a similar track record with, like, the PSVR 2. I think they finally passed the threshold of, like, the frame rate not being fast enough. To so that was it, like, easy. the fidelity and the frame rate yeah. to keep your brain so I think not the, from... I think the, the fidelity is still getting there, at least on the MetaQuest 3, but the frame rate is now solid enough and consistent enough to nice. where... I've not really had any trouble on any games I've played on that, and neither has my fiancé, who's even more... Uh, motion sickness prone than i am and so yeah we're having a good time um we've been playing games together uh <laughs> that's been a lot of fun nice and then i think uh i think my only other review this year well we'll see i'm i'm waiting to see if i get one more because if i if i can squeeze one more review in before december i'll get to 25 and i'll tie for last year's record nice. of how many reviews i did in the year. i feel like yeah they gotta um, give you something they gotta find you something i mean yeah, it's more just that the games have kind of slowed down and most of the reviews that are coming up are accounted for. Yeah. Um, the only one I think I'm doing for sure is Asgard's Wrath 2 in yeah. uh, the, end of the, the end of the month, and that's a 60-plus hour open-world RPG. You can always so go for um, Avatar Mr. Pandora or something. I think that's already signed out. I think okay. it might be Tristan or someone. In fact, somebody's probably already playing that, would be my guess, because it's a Ubisoft game. Usually those codes come in early. 
Um, but yeah, Asgard's Wrath 2 is a 60-hour RPG. So if I get that code, that's going to be my last review because uh, that'll take that'll take three that's weeks. A to lot finish, of, so. That's so interesting yeah, that's a though, to have VR. that much. That's a lot of VR. Yeah, that'll take at least a little while. Dude, so. you want to know how insane my VR review setup is? I have uh, two developer mode VR headsets so that I can record in 1080p because the MetaQuest does not want you to record in 1080p. Oh, man. Uh, so I have I have to like get you know I have to use like modified versions of the headsets and then I have two MetaQuest threes and I hot swap between them when the batteries die so that I can keep playing. I recharge one while I play with the other one so that I can binge it. That's that, how I do reviews on the that VR. That just seems crazy to me. <laughs> yeah, it's wild, dude. It's wild. But I'm, I mean, I'm having a good time, man. I've yeah. gotten back into into VR and. Uh, I think it's a good time for them because the MetaQuest 3 is crushing it. It's got a lot of games. And that's the thing that PSVR 2 is missing because I really love the potential of that headset, but they just don't have any software and it sucks. Um, So, yeah, it's been cool. Uh, But yeah, that's it. I'm just wrapping up reviews for the year. I don't think I have any previews on the docket or anything. I'll have comments about uh, Remnant 2's expansion. I already previewed it um, last week. So if you don't know anything about it, it's... uh, another storyline in the Lassam setting yeah. um, the Bloodbornean uh, one and uh, it previewed pretty well I have a feeling it's going to be about as long as the other storylines maybe yeah. a little bit longer and so I, you know it's not going to be like a huge thing which is why IGN decided to not review it but like it's cool man it's more Remnant 2 which is one of my favorite games of the year so yeah. um, it should be cool um, but that's me man How yeah uh, I mean, between now and kind of the end of year, it's going to be seeing what variety stuff I can get in there. Baldur's Gate 3 is not going to make it because I have other things that are smaller to try and fit in. Um, you know, if I got a code for the Invincible, I think I got. I've heard mixed things on that one. Um, that's very narrative heavy, I've heard, but kind of cool, like retro space look to it. Cool. Uh, I a little I, bit of it. Talos Principle. I feel like I need to play one, though, and I don't know if I can do both, but I, I mean, you've Honestly, raved about it. I love the Talos Principle one, but you can absolutely play the second one without missing anything. Okay. Because it explains one at the beginning of the game, Mike. Okay. It Maybe also, then I will jump also into one, one is one of those games where like the story hits very, very slowly. And then at the end, you get like a big reveal of what's oh. actually going on. But like 90% of the game, you're kind of just like solving puzzles and, and like piecing it together. And two just like rips the bandaid off and goes, okay, here's what was happening. And the big reveal at the end of one now tell a proper story. And it has way more narrative at every beat. Okay. Maybe so. I will just jump into two if I do that one then. So yeah, there's a couple that I want to, and then Sea of Stars, I still got my eyes on maybe by end of year. Um, but yeah, there's a couple I just won't get to this year that would be on like Armored Core 6. I don't think that's going to happen, but I really would like to because it just looks like a lot of fun. But yeah, it just depends on how much variety time that I get. And we're going to get a new season of Destiny. And so de- December, I'm going to jump into a brand new dungeon amongst other things that we know we're going to be getting pretty quick, probably. So I would imagine that date is December 1st, if it's anything like last time. So I got to work on that one for hours and then work on a guide. So, I mean, my early part of December is already booked <laughs> with Destiny nice. alone. But yeah, that's what I got Love coming it. up. Uh, but yeah, Morla will be on November 30th. So next week, probably kind of final to it before the season. And then two weeks after that, Morla. So that's what we got you guys for you guys. Thank you for waiting. Um, chat, you guys are always fun. Travis, thank you for hanging and waiting for me. I know Cog had family, uh, but got our family here in Discord tonight. So thank you very much. <laughs> so for this episode... 272 we still keep inching up there if you guys are listening on itunes please drop us a review those are helpful to let more people find the show if you're on spotify uh the likes the five star reviews however they do it there i feel like i should probably make sure and know but i know some of you guys interact with q a's and questions and polls and stuff over there uh so we've seen more traction there as well and of course if you watch it on youtube or anywhere else thank you guys for all the views and any way you help support the show just in you know favorable viewings and likes is appreciated uh, episode 272, November 9th. It was a good one. It was short, but it was sweet. It has been the last, the last word. word.